Welcome to Saka! And I was oh, just kinda shit, maybe we should all play that. Well, it's <laughs> got a monthly subscription. Fuck that! <laughs> Sorry, for some reason I thought that was in years about to come out of your mouth. A thousand years! <laughs> a rich superhero guy like Robert Downey Jr. Very different things. Lindsay Lohan's a crack <laughs> <laughs> Sack up, nerds. Welcome to Sack Up. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. I'm Ken. Making the world better one soundbite at a time. We're here on, what's the 15th? March 15th? Sunday? Yes. Something like that. And um, we're finally sitting down to record after some serious technical difficulties. The old recording laptop looks like it's dead. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> oh, old Recordy 5000. Yeah. It had a long and useful life. Recordette. So. You will be missed. Recordette. Oh, yeah. Actually. We'll miss her. So we might take her and see if we can get her rebuilt. I bet. I mean, Stronger you just and gotta, better. We have the technology. We have the money. You just got to burn yeah. that GPU. Yeah. Probably so. better to have a professional do it. But Probably. Make you pay $80 for two minutes of electricity. So <laughs> Addison has been so kind as to lend his, his computer. So Yeah. Now we're all, like, we're really bootstrapping it today. We are, <laughs> we are crammed into Addison's bedroom around a tiny table. So, how's uh, your guy? My old desk. Yeah, this is the desk that you use, I don't know. I used to use. It's weird now that you have this magnificent, this class. White, white house class desk <laughs> of opulence. All right, so how was your week, guys? Who wants to start? Can can start. Can start. Uh, it was pretty good. I my work is finally starting to die down. Um, he's here with us. I'm here for once. Yeah. That's he's not vaporware nice. anymore. He's back. The ghost of me has uh, been replaced by the real me. So the ghost of Ken's past. Pretty good. I uh, well, didn't really I do much though. I still have been working, <laughs> still been working pretty late, but that should be dying down soon. Did watch Birdman, as I was telling you guys earlier. So, what did you think of it? Uh, it was okay. It was kind of artsy, and I sometimes artsy things just don't. It's super resonate. artsy. They don't resonate with me. <laughs> it's super artsy. It's very just like like the whole thing. Like I've I described before the way it's shot. The even the story is real. I just I. I I mean, I could tell that the acting was really good, and there's this one scene where Edward Norton gets hired as the lead actor, or to replace the lead actor, and they have, like, um, the Birdman guy has a, what's his name, Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton. Yeah. and Mr. Edward Bob. Norton have this little, um, like, impromptu session, yeah, yeah and, and, and it's, like, really good, and I was like, wow, that's, like, super good acting, but then there's just other parts where it just got, I guess, like, really deep for me, and I guess I'm a shallow, non-artistic person, so... 
Yeah, it's like, what does it mean to be an artist when you've created essentially Iron Man 3 and everyone loved it? Yeah. When you want to leave a true imprint on the world. Well, there's that whole thing with like his relationship with Emma Stone, like his daughter. Yeah. And <laughs> Dad! Dad! Yeah. Dad. Behind Dad. <laughs> and she does like the stereotypical thing where she like falls in I'm not falls in love, but like is attracted to Edward Norton's bad boy actor self and like I don't know. It was uh But it was entertaining and the, the ending where he goes like his his imagination explodes and he's like becomes Birdman again and like spaceships are being blown up. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly this I like what they want. I gravitate toward yeah, exactly. I am the masses he was talking about there where I did enjoy the explosions and the fighting and the guns. So Do you think he actually had superpowers or was he just insane? Oh hell no, he was just insane. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. The best part is like like that whole scene where he's flying through New York, right? Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, like, does he have powers? But he's flying past people and no one is noticing and he gets to the theater. And you see him like land and walk inside, and you're like, you're, you're like, oh, he must have flown there. But then a cabbie like runs in after him. Like you see, like a yeah. like a cab driver. I don't runs know. Maybe he's like, hey, you didn't fucking pay me. It was really obvious to me that he had superpowers. Like, he was yeah. just insane. See, and that, like that's really what obvious, sucks, right? Like if you're gonna do something where you have to like question whether someone's got. It's just their imagination or not. Then make it ambiguous enough that you can't tell. Well, I the, thought it well, was the ending, ambiguous. The ending, he, I don't know. Not, no, there was not even close. Because every single time he did something super powerful with his mind or had his powers, they showed the instant afterwards in which he was it's just a normal dude. That he didn't. Or like he thought he was flying and then the dudes were, he was on the roof and everyone's like, whoa, Mr. Birdman dude, get off the roof. You know, are yeah. you going to kill yourself? He's like, no, I'm flying. I thought it was. I thought it was reasonably ambiguous enough, but like enough to where you're like, he probably didn't have the powers, but maybe he did. Like, it, there was a reasonable, <laughs> amount, a reasonable right. amount of doubt in my mind. But, but it was, it was a good movie. I mean, I liked it. It's just, I think some of the more things that I'm sure all the Oscar voters were looking at, kind of, I didn't grasp the, as much. The hot couture bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> all the long, the long, like single, the whole way that it was all edited into a single cut, and the way that well, they no, like, I, know, I noticed that, and I thought that was drums. cool. And I, I actually liked how they would show the jazz player in his drum set, like the black dude, and he's just like, like in the in the fucking kitchen. He's in the kitchen, just chilling there. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was it was really good. I imagine that's what Robert Downey Jr. will be like at the age of like sixty five. He'll be like, I'm so rich, but I didn't really leave an impact. What am I going to do? I'll well, go to New did. York. He, like. he he was, I mean, he's done good acting even before Iron Man, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if Robert Downey Jr., to backtrack immediately on what I just said, but I don't know if he'll be that way at 65, but I it was a portrait of what I imagined someone in in Robert Downey Jr.'s position could be like in like 20 years. Where isn't he's it, like, no it one just, cares about me anymore, yeah. but I was so famous once. Well, it's, 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 well, it's different because people did care about him. They do care about him. It shows throughout the movie that people love him and that like yeah. everywhere he walks, everyone's like, oh, let me take a picture. But for him, it was more of an identity of career and crisis and legacy. You know, that contrast of like celebrity versus actor. You he's know, the which psycho version of Frank Underwood. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the legacy. All about the legacy. So, I, and I thought that was an interesting discussion. But I mean, to be honest, what would you guys? Would you guys rather be known as a gray actor and perpetually just be slaving your way through Broadway, or just be a rich superhero movie guy that rich never got an Oscar, movie. but you have thousands of fans and I you made millions of dollars? I would be, have it be a point of pride to not fucking win an Oscar, but be fucking rich, you know? Rich superhero. I would be a rich superhero guy, and then I would just, like, I wouldn't slave my way through Broadway, but if I wanted to do, like, legitimate acting, I would just devote myself to Well, no, and that's the point. You can't, if you can't choose one, right? You have to do one yeah, or the other. You can, you, can, you, can either, you can either be a real actor, or you can be Lindsay Lohan. 
Well, that's not even the no same because thing. no because she's 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 rich. We're she really made... talking about a real actor or like what you initially said was super rich superhero guy like Robert Downey Jr. Very different things. Lindsay Lohan is a crack whore. <laughs> but, well, but I guess the premise is she's super rich though. She made she's super she's not rich. As rich. So, so, so no, 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 she, so, she is okay. What I think he's trying to say is, would you rather be like someone who's acclaimed for their acting, or would you rather be like Paris Hilton, right? Where you just you you're rich. But not because you're great, particularly, but just because you managed to find one niche for a little while. You're a celebrity, yeah. Like, it, it is yeah. literally the difference of a celebrity versus an actor. Do you have to be poor if you're an acclaimed actor? Yeah, to be, yes. If for this, for the terms of this, well, hypothetical. it's because well, isn't that what they're contrasting? They're crossing Edward Norton's character, where he's this perpetual great actor who gets all critical reviews every single time. But if you look at his life. I mean, he. He's I guess Ed, I guess he does have a suntanning boot, but he basically is poor, and yeah. he goes from job to job, and he kind of has this life. He's where, like a TV actor. Yeah, I was named a TV. He's well, not like even that guy. guy. He's just he's just a Broadway actor. He's slaving it away, but he's doing like real art. You know, like I'm the artist on the street. Yeah, That's fuck that his noise. thing. Versus like Michael Keaton's character, who at the peak of his prime was Birdman, but. As the critic was saying, oh, you're just a celebrity. You didn't really have an acting chops, but you played a character and had had all the explosions and all that stuff that everyone loved. You, know? you were in Transformers. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. but so you can be one of the two. You can be celebrity and rich, or but not really be known for being a great actor or, or you can, an artist. An artist, kind which of. is synonymous with poor for the most yeah. part. Yeah, that's that's. It. I mean, in those terms, I would probably go with rich celebrity. But yeah. the thing it's is, still, is that there's no choice. But there. generally, to, if you are a critically acclaimed actor, you're also rich, even on Broadway. Like the the guys who are on Broadway who are the leads and like the best, like the greatest shows and the best, well, most well known actors, they still have. They're not as rich as like Lindsay Lohan. But they've got enough money to be like they yeah. can live in a penthouse in New York and not worry about it. Well, I, I was just saying I think that's what the the contrast the contrast the in the movie is. was yeah. was that premise of slaving artists first, and you could take away from you know movies and kind of go into music or even being like a musician to the core versus like selling out and being like a pop person or whatever you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, this uh, I guess to go to digress back to what I was talking about earlier just. Worked, watched Birdman, and now I'm here. It's nice. good to be back. It's good to have you back. Addison, how about you? Tell us about your, your adventures in Dragon Ball Xenoverse, because <laughs> we know, I know that's what you did this week. Yeah, I mean, aside from working and studying for my interview, I've just been playing DBZX. DBX. DBZXV. Actually, it's Dragon Ball, it's Dragon Ball DBX, dude. It's just Dragon Ball Xenoverse. And it's Xenoverse with an X, as in xenophobia. Yeah. But, yeah. It's been fun. Piccolo Riley is taking it to the the time traveling Clintons in ways that can't even be imagined. Ken, so Ken saw a little bit of me earlier, dude. I am strong. <laughs> the best thing is just the Hercule Afro. Like you know, you, my first picture of him was he literally looks like Piccolo from the back because he's got the the cape, the white cape, <laughs> yeah, and he's got the Namekian pants. Yeah, and you just like look him. You get closer, and like at first it was just this black. I thought it was. I thought it was like a. I don't even know what it was. I thought it was like a helmet or something. You look closer, like, no, that's hair. Oh, that's a fro. God damn it. He's got a fro. I made him. He's a red, white, and blue Namekian. He has no nose. He just has a flat, like, alien face and Hercules hair. And he knows Final Flash. (laughs) Can he wear a suit, though? Um, I don't I, think there are any suit clothes. I feel they like suits should of, be a clothing item in that game. They have a lot of clothes, but they're all because like some of them I can't wear because I'm I'm a fucking Demekian. Yeah, and then some of them are like just not as good as the Piccolo stuff that I have right now. But yeah. it's been a lot of fun. I mean, the game is very 
random number generator dependent. Like, is it RNG? RNG gods, well, you, the max. Uh, very Korean. You go into yeah. like a mission. Like I was trying to get um, a a Z Soul item so that Vegeta would continue to train me because I wanted to get Final Flash. Yeah, it's like little passives that have special abilities and they boost your stats or take some stats away. I did the mission to get that soul thirty five times. Even though I got the conditions for it every time, but only only on the last time when he, you know, I beat the shit out of him, he gets up and he's like, I'm the strongest side on earth. And then it says, you got to quip. And I finally got it. But, and then on the flip side, I went and I did the Super Saiyan mission to get that power I got in the first try. Like, it's it's a huge, like, trillion-sided dice that you roll yeah. every time. <laughs> and, and you hope. And there's, like, a one number on there that'll actually get you what you want. But Yeah, it's, um... It's like Monster Hunter in that way, right? It's it's like just a lot of repetitive grinding, but you get like all the, the enemies drop stuff, right? And you can get yeah, well, you you, you get it. The missions will tell you straight up like what you can get in the mission, but like I did a mission where I had to kill Gohan, Piccolo, and Krillin, and they each drop something, but I I've only gotten one of the three, and there's no conditions for it. It's just you beat them and. Flip a coin, oh, yeah. yeah. But I've got, I've got for the most part the stuff I need right now. I'm, I mean, I've, it does not take long to get pretty far through that game. Like I'm right about to do the Boo Saga. Yeah. After that, I'm pretty sure there's like two or three more sagas to do, and then I beat the game. What's after the Boo Saga? GT. Oh, the GT stuff. Yeah. So then maybe. Um, I don't know. Is Brawly in there? I don't think they have Brawly in there. Maybe I the like original Saiyan, the legendary Super Saiyan. But um, baby stuff, the Shenron, like the Dragon the, the dark, Saga, the Dark Shenron, Omega Shenron, and Sin Shenron. Like the Did Dragon Balls. Yep. Yeah. Well, the Dragon Balls got you so much time that like Nega Shenron appeared. Yeah, they like became... the black, it's the black Dragon Balls. And so oh, it's like, of course. Yes. Yeah, and then it only makes that, sense, right? Negro Shenron. Oh Jesus! And then after that, <laughs> fucking uh, Beerus, the Lord of Destruction, the Cat Lord. Yes, yeah, but I think I Super think Saiyan Beerus God. is the end, and you can uh, have Beerus be your master. So that's going to be fun. What are you going to learn from him? His destroy the earth in one attack. Scratching post attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's called like cat litter like apocalypse ball or something, but it's basically like apocalypse for a ball. Instant, yeah, exactly. A, an instant negative spirit bomb, basically. <laughs> that he like killed Goku with in the movie. So oh, shit, really? He didn't like kill him, but he he like it took all of Goku's like power to not have it hit the earth, and then he's just like, well, I won't destroy it after all. See you. <laughs> so i want to see this battle of the gods movie like it's been i'm i get i will be excited when we can make some content for that game because i have super saiyan i can give it to you so if you make a saiyan level one you will have the ability to turn into a super saiyan oh shit <laughs> i'm basically going through and trying to collect a whole bunch of stuff for you guys because i've got i've got final flash like I've got all of Raditz's moves, which are awesome, but they're named really stupid shit. Of course. Well, his all of his stuff is weekend related. So, like, the first move I got from him, Double Sunday. And it's basically, like, two, <laughs> two lasers. And weekend then, related? Well, his specials are called Weekend, which is just two, like, giant Kamehamehas. And then Vacation Delete, which is perfect for Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Because <laughs> I basically fly around and I'm like, oh, you gotta work hard on Vacation Delete! <laughs> <laughs> Double Sunday, you should go to church twice, you know? Like, <laughs> just a bunch of shit. Like, they're all... Uh, once Once you actually learn all the names for the stupid things that people can do, it's 
a lot of them are very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. So I'll be excited when we can make some content for you guys. So will you, is it just in co-op you can get that stuff over? Or if it's like, hey, your friend plays Dragon Ball Z Universe. Want to give him Super Saiyan at level one? Just well, yeah. Send it in a literally, literally, I, they have like, it's called time space um, delivery. And once we become friends and do a mission together, I can go to the thing and be like, I'm going to send this to Steve O'Reilly or whatever, and it could be whatever I want. I can okay. give you Super Saiyan, I can give you some armor. So Good. Yeah. RLP for that will be, <laughs> it's gonna be over P. It'll be an, L- an OPLP for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. What about you, Steve? What did you do this week? So, this week uh, was spring break, and I... <laughs> Spent. Oh, to have that again. That mm-hmm. I still, yeah, I still get spring break. You guys, only for a couple more years. Yeah, only for like hopefully two more years yeah. at the most. Um, yeah, so I had spring break. I didn't end up. I did like a whole lot of nothing, which was good because I really needed to just kind of relax. So um, most of the week, I I'm changing jobs. So I'm I'm in a, I'm going to a, a different job at a, a place where a friend works. Um, and I basically this whole week have just been kind of like. Dealing with like changing jobs and prepping, prepping to move, but also just kind of like relaxing as much as I can. So I don't know. I was a not productive week for me. Let's just say that I wanted to play Persona Four because I was like, I want to play a game. I don't really know what I want to play. I was feeling the urge to play World of Warcraft, but I was like, if I play WoW, I'll play it for like this week and never play it again. I thought about playing Final Fantasy Fourteen: A Realm Reborn because I'd actually been hearing really good things about that. Is that the MMO? Is the new? Is like the new one? Like the, version the second two. reboot of the yeah. Well, it's like yeah. eleven, right? And then eleven got rebooted to fourteen. Well, no. So eleven is still on its own thing, but they basically built a new MMO wow. in the Final Fantasy universe called that. It was Final Fantasy fourteen, and it came out and it sucked really bad. It was awful, and so they 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 felt really like Square Enix was just like, well, we can't have this tarnishing our reputation because Final Fantasy eleven was so great. But they were just like, <laughs> they're like, we'll. Like, we're going to rebuild it and actually do it right. And they brought it out, and apparently it was way better. And I was well, just kind of... shit, sh- maybe we should all play that. Well, it's <laughs> got a monthly subscription. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that straight so that a mile away. So, I, I... I mean, maybe. If I get this job by Amazon, money doesn't matter to me anymore. Yeah. Because so. that $15 a month would break the bank for you now. Yeah. It's just... It's a principle now. Yeah. Once I have more money... the the There's an inverse curve between principles and money, as every yeah. rich person <laughs> true. has ever sold anybody. So, so I, uh, I, was looking, I was looking into it, and it actually does look kind of interesting, because it has a job system and, and everything. Lots of classes, yeah. And all of the classes are based upon your weapon that you have equipped. So you, when you equip, like, a staff, you gain the powers of Black Mage. So you could actually level every class to, the, to 80, which is the highest level... And just have that all on one character, and so that it, that's actually pretty right. From what I've like read, it eliminates the need for like you know Alt sitting around. <laughs> well, if you're like waiting around for a tank or a healer, like it just could just someone be can like, be a he- yeah, tank like, now. Okay. Yeah, like I could just be like, let me put on my sword and shield. I'm a tank. Ken, put on your halo. Now you're a healer, like you know. And then Addison would just be a damage dealer. So it could be something we could look yeah. into. Um, but I never ended up doing that, and I was going to play Persona Four. But I had this weird thing this week where it's like, I know I'm going to be so busy when I get back into school because I only Don't have six weeks of class. Involved with and I was almost, <laughs> I was afraid to start any game because I was like, I just know that I'm not going to be able to, I'll play it for like four hours and that's all I'll play. So I ended up reading a lot, watching, um, I started getting back into Mad Men, which was awesome. Uh, I'm in the sixth season and so Is it's... Is that on Netflix here? Yes. I think all the way through season seven. I think season eight's the last season and it's almost done. 
Um, but that show, haven't, I haven't watched in a while. I watched that. I watched some Generation Kill because on your recommendation, I'm like three quarters of the way through the third the third episode, and that is interesting. That, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Those guys are some bloodthirsty, racist, angry, crazy, crazy them, motherfuckers. Some of them, a lot are of them racist. are. Stafford, and then people like play along with it. But yeah. yeah, on the whole, it's. There's the one guy who's an actual, like, Klansman racist. Yeah. And he completely changes by the end. He's not that way at the end of the fucking series. No, I've seen the light. I'm no longer racist. But they're all, like, weird. It's it's very... I, I'm, well, they're I, a hodgepodge. They're, they're all very Or different as they people. would say, a hodgepodge. Well, because they like to put hodgy in everything as their fucking uh, <laughs> negative term for the people of Iraq. Yep. So that's that was a really interesting watch. And, like, I feel like the characters, I feel like, are fairly faithful. based Because it's based on the novel by the guy who was embedded with them, right? Yeah, the guy who's the reporter in that series actually wrote the book after he got back. Yeah. And then it got turned into the series. So a lot of those, I feel like a lot of the characters themselves are very unique. And they all kind of have their little quirks. Like, you've got the guy who never shuts the fuck up because he just takes rip fuel <laughs> like crazy. Like crazy. And then you've got, like, the racist dude. And then... The dude, like, Fruity Rudy, who's like... Well, you want to know something interesting is he actually was a Marine embedded with the reporter. Like, in... Uh, weren't they all? No. All the actors, no. The actor well, for... Oh, Fruity Rudy the is actually... The guy playing Rudy is actually Rudy Reyes. Really? He went through all that, yes. That's weird. Yeah. So he's, like, interesting because he's, like, super buff, and he's, like, the only one who... I want to live somewhere where people take care of themselves. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> I just wear I just wear body conscious clothing, <laughs> but I'm not gay, guys. <laughs> but it's interesting because he's like the only Marine who's like really like prepared. You can see he like prepares for all contingencies. Like in the first episode, he is like standing there naked and he like shaves his body and like washes himself. Then he like straps up in his full uh, suit, yeah his full mop suit and puts rocks in his bag and runs around the compound like fifty times. And all the soldiers are like, "We love you, Fruity Rudy." <laughs> <laughs> So that was an inter- that's that's been an interesting series. So I'm coming up on moving next weekend, which I'm not looking forward, to, and I'm just kind of trying to get through that. But once I move, I'll have we'll have a nice studio set up where we can do our LPs and our podasts. Well, so are we not recording next weekend? Then? Next weekend? No, we will like be next able to. Sunday. No, we should be able to. Okay. So biggest thing this week, though, by far, was I went and saw Kevin Smith last night at the Tempe Improv. And, um, I saw him, I saw, he did two shows and I went to both of them and because I, I work. So these like comedy shows, sorry, you said shows earlier. I wasn't quite sure what you're referring to. With Kevin Smith particularly. Yeah. So he does like. Like stand up? Kind of, but not really. He basically just does Q and A's. So like he'll get up and he is on stage and all his fans come to, to the show and they ask him questions and they'll be like, they'll just ask him about his life or any advice that he has or career things or things like that. And he just tells these anecdotal stories from his life. And he's just a really good storyteller. He's really funny. And he's also a super inspirational speaker. Like his job is not like motivational speaker, but when like, he's been my idol since I was 15 because he was a guy who lived, came from Highlands, New Jersey, which is the shit, like the shit little town. It's in New Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. That is in New Jersey, which is shit by itself. <laughs> and he was super poor and didn't have a lot of prospects in life and spent a lot of his time in his early 20s trying to figure out what exactly he was going to do. But he always knew he wanted to be a writer of some kind. So one day he decides to go to film school because he saw Slacker by Richard Linklater, which was a movie from the from the 90s that was done with like a $20,000 budget. And it's just two dudes sitting around in a, in a like sitting around talking. And he's like, I could do something like that. And so he 
like goes he decides to go to film school goes to film school for like half of the time that he needs to then drops out and takes the rest of his money and goes back to new jersey and films clerks and clerks was like this huge commercial success because it was an indie film it was like the purest indie film where it was like just a dude with a twenty seven thousand dollar budget who sold all his comics and racked up his credit cards to make it happen and managed to get in and sell a film and so he ever since then has been like a like the indie like like the in the, the indie poster boy and he went and had a uh, this film career where he he made a lot of movies that did not do well in the box office but people have always loved his stuff and he was one of the first podcasters like when the when you went on iTunes back in the day there was like his podcast was at number 1 with like a couple of other ones but he was like the first big name person to start podcasting so they call him like the podfather is like one of his yeah. nicknames but he's a he's been a massive inspiration to me in my life. Like all the times I've ever talked about doing what we're doing now, where I was like, "Oh, I should record our our conversations." Dude, they're so funny. Like that all comes from him. Anything I've ever wanted to do that that's creative, it, it all came from him. He's a huge inspiration in my life. So I got to go see him, and then after the show, I got to meet him, and it was fucking awesome. And he signed my our microphone that we used. And I was like, "Hey, man!" I showed it to him, and I said, "This is the this is the microphone that I used to record my podcast with my friend." And he's like, "Oh, what's what's the name of your podcast?" So I was like, "Oh, Sack Up." He's like, "That's a fucking awesome name for a podcast, bro." <laughs> and so he and so without even saying like I didn't say tell him to do it, he gives it back to me. He writes Sack Up with a big old exclamation point, as you can see here with his signature. So I was like, "He gets it. He totally gets it." And that was a I huge, knew that name was going to be a winner. Yeah, it is. <laughs> But, you know, the, the really interesting thing for me is, like, I see so much of our friend group in, in what Kevin Smith does. Because Kevin Smith, mainly what he does is he, he his movies are just about conversations he had with his friends. He just wrote down the conversations that he had with his friends about stupid shit about Star Wars and pussy and, like, random shit <laughs> when he was younger. And as he got older, it changed to, like, you know, now he has a podcast where it's just him and his friend. And he has his other friends who he got them a podcast. Like, he had this friend, Brian Johnson, and he was like, hey, man, like... You're really funny. We should put you on a microphone and get you to record a podcast. And now that guy's got, like, he's on a TV show and he makes, like, tons of money. And he was a guy who, like, the way that Kevin tells the story, he's like, you know, I had, he's like, I was, he called Brian, uh, he called his friend Brian one day and he was talking to him and he, and he had heard he was depressed. And he's like, hey, man, like, what's going on? He's like, dude, I just got one foot on a stool. He's like, I'm just, I don't see a point in living. Like, I'm not doing anything with my life. I'm 40 years old and I just, I'd never done anything. I'm fucking mega depressed. And he's like, hey, dude, why don't you just record a, pod, record a podcast? He's like, you're, fucking a, you're a really funny guy. I bet you you'll see what, like, do it and see what happens. And so he did. And all these people were like, you're hilarious. We love you. And, like, three months later after recording the podcast, he's like, you know, dude, I'm off the stool. Like, I love recording podcasts. And I feel like I have worth. People spit all over the place when they talk. <laughs> people have said all these things to me talking about how when I... Like they hear me and they say like you're you're funny and you have value and you have worth and that's been like hugely like life changing for me, and so to me like I just see a lot of parallels with like us because this ultimately I don't think I'm that funny, but like you guys are. I think hilarious. you're not giving yourself enough well, credit, but but you guys are hilarious and particularly you as I've always said that I think you're a, a great content generator and like as I listen to it it's like like all I'm doing is just recording us because we have great. I feel like we have great conversations, great insights, and that's all I'm all I want to do is sit down and record us. And I got that idea from him. So, fucking big ups to him, and and that was a life like a, that was like the dream come true last night to meet him and be able to talk to him. And he agreed. I didn't tell you guys this yet. 
when he comes into town again, he agreed to do an interview for our podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's so awesome, he's gonna, I, he said the next time he comes into town, he's going to be doing one of his podcasts called Hollywood Babylon. And I was like, can I get you for like an hour for an interview? He's like, come in. We'll do it in the green room between shows. And you can just, we'll just do an hour and we'll just wrap, dude. I was like, fuck. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. That's going to be really nice. I mean, you, you love that guy. So I, I do. It's cool to get a, some cool one-on-one time with yeah, That's I have that questions important. for days. I told him, I was like, dude, I have so many questions I could ask you. And he's like, I have nothing but answers, bro. So we'll set it up. I, I feel like, like those are the coolest kind of people that people have kind of attained a lot of success, but they're yeah. willing to still kind of talk with everyone the else and just guy, be real yeah. chill still. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. I mean, even during his show. So like the way that the shows are set up, the first one is a Q and like the Q and A session where people ask some questions, but people would be like, Hey, can you sign this? And be like, sure. And he'd just be on stage signing stuff. And then there was one girl who just walked on the stage and gave him a hug while he was talking and he's like all right here's a quick hug it's just walked off like, <laughs> he's a super super chill guy and then jason muse is his best friend and they did they do jay and silent bob get old and that's me that's mainly like jason muse's thing but jason as you guys like if you've ever heard of jason muse like from jay and silent bob he was like a fucking huge drug addict drug addict well you've told me before yeah, yeah. he did like heroin crack anything that he could get his hands on he was a hardcore addict and so He's been clean now for over a thousand days because he... For some reason, sorry, for some reason, I thought that's in years is about to come out of your mouth. A thousand <laughs> years! Like, is this man on my... Jason Mewes, the ancient one. That's <laughs> got a name for it. A thousand days, three years, and then some. Yeah, all, or, over four. Almost three years. Yeah. Three, uh, 365 yeah. days times three is like a thousand eighty. Maybe it's about like, a thousand. Over, I think it might be like over 1,200 days, but they were saying last night it was four years. Yeah. It was like so a little over four that's years. That's like 1,300 days. But, yeah. but he, uh, yeah, he was a fucking hardcore addict and he like would get on the wagon and get off the wagon. But ever since he started his podcast, that Kevin Smith made him sit down and start. He's like, all right, dude, we're going to start holding you accountable. We're going to start a podcast. It's an intervention podcast. And every, every week we're going to get together and you're going to tell fucked up stories about the stuff you did when you did like heroin and also weird sex stories because you have a lot of sex for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then people love it. And, like, he gets up there and, like, Jay's, Jay has, like, completely turned his life around. He, like, he owns a house. He has a successful business. His wife is about to have a baby. Like, That's cool. You man. talk That's about really a guy. Nice yeah, like, you talk about a guy who started doing, like, hardcore drugs when he was 12 and just was a fucking addict his entire life. And now he's just on it, dude. He's He's totally turned his life around. So... I know you guys like have never listened to like much of Kevin Smith's work or like watch his movies, but for me, he's always been a huge personal hero. So I've seen Clerks and Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, I've seen all that shit before. I just never connected with it. No, it's not even a connection. They're really funny movies. I enjoyed watching them, but you know, it never occurred to me to like follow them, attach myself to the people beyond that because. I was a kid and I didn't know anybody. That's something that, like you're really good at is like finding things that you really enjoy and really kind of sticking with it and falling through. And I don't know. I feel like you, you tend to dive deep rather than swim wide. You that's know? true. Exactly. I do. I get deep into things. Depth pod- first search. Suddenly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, that's the thing that podcasts help with a lot. Like there's a podcast about everything. I mean, when I was interested in doing dueling pianos, I found a dueling piano podcast. That was literally two dudes who sat around and interviewed other dueling pianists about their lives and about like what it takes to become a dueling pianist. So there's, if there's some, there's gun podcasts out there. I guarantee oh, I you like, I know. there's, I'm on the guns subreddit and they have their own. I'm never going to listen to it. Yeah. It's just going to be like King Obama. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like, I, I don't know. I've always loved podcasting and it's been such a massive part of my life. And 
Um, I just I'll find it, things and it's and fucking fun. Living the dream. That's the thing. I listen to our. I it feels really narcissistic to say, but I listen to our fucking podcast all the time. Yeah. Now, and it's really fun every time. I listen to that shit every week, dude. When I drive, basically my commute, all I do is put the podcast on. <laughs> yeah. And my commute is huge, by the way. Well, yeah. You've. I. I. I never will get through a full one, but. Yeah. I don't know. And the thing is, is like, even if this, like, as we're sitting around, like, obviously when you start these things, you like for me, you know, I think about like, how do we build an audience? I want to grow this because ultimately my goal one day would be to to do internet content production professionally. But if this were to never become a thing and for the next 50 years, we get together once a week and just tell stories and talk someday, like. I'll be on my deathbed and then I'll just be able to be in a room and I'll just be like, press the button. And <laughs> I'll listen to the last 50 years yeah. of content of us just, well, well, it's, it's even just 50 people, years of your life, yeah. dude. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. Well, even something like, I think it'd be cool just to show my kids something like that. Hey, like your old man, like is actually pretty cool. Or yeah. Has, has, <laughs> has some pretty cool friends. Maybe the old man's not cool, but Nobody's when you're old he... and you like develop an old Asian accent, you'd be like, old man, it was actually a really cool guy. <laughs> young, young Kenneth, <laughs> young Kenneth Jr. Kenneth Jr., listen to old man. My accent, not bad back then. Yeah. <laughs> like a war zone. Like a war zone. So, uh, all right, let's so move on. To the docket. Yeah, so that was my week and it was fucking awesome and I'm still like on cloud nine from that last night. It was the best. So, let's look at the docket. And, um, we'll start off with, so I don't know if, if you guys saw the video of this, but in New York, there was a 69 year old corrections officer who shot this 32 year old guy on the subway. Like basically there's, so there's this guy and he's, there's this old man, he's riding the subway and he's just like minding his own business. And this thug like gets up and gets in his face and starts like shoving around. He's like, dude, fucking leave me alone, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like calling him names. He's like. He's like, I don't, he's like, just leave me alone. Back the fuck off. retard on the old man. And the guy like said something. He's the old man said something to him, and the guy punched him in the back of the head. So well, I don't. That's assault. Prepare to die. Well, so I don't know exactly what happened because this happened on the train, and then apparently the guy gets off the train and walks away, and the old man just like fuck this, pulls out a gun, walks and follows the guy. That's and really walks cool. up and just, <laughs> and no one knows if like he said like that he had the gun draw like they, there's a video of it online, and the guy's like you know. Like, it looks like he comes up with the gun drawn and shoots at the guy. So it looks like it was a thing where he could have walked away and he didn't. But there's this moment where, like, the guy grabs him and there's a scuffle. So Oh, no. It's the thug already broke contact. He was walking away. The situation is diffused. If you, as a gun owner, go after him, it's on you now. It looks, (laughs) yeah, it it was interesting. Because people were saying, because he got, like, let go. He, he, they don't know if, like, they, he got taken in and, uh, was treated for some bruises and stuff, and then they let him go. They didn't arrest him. And the, the other guy died of the gunshot one, so I don't know if this guy's gonna end up getting arrested or what, but it, to, to me, when I watched the video, there were a lot of people who were like, well, he fucking was, he was hitting that old guy, and he, that's what you get. And I was looking, and I was like, uh, it looks like the guy was, had walked away from the situation, and the old guy cracked and decided he was gonna blow this fucking kid so, away. I mean, I haven't seen it, so, but if, if it's as simple as thug left and the guy went after him, it's on the guy now. Yeah, it looks like. Or at least it's, it should uh... be. And in New York, I mean, I'm fucking surprised that dude didn't just get crucified immediately because he had a gun in New York. Can't you have? You can have a gun in New York. It's, it's only pretty if hard. You're a police or or well, retired he's a, he's police. A he's a retired corrections officer. I know, officer, but so. this is just fodder for the fucking fire, yeah, yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> I'll be interested to see where that goes. You probably like post a link or something in the. In the dark, so I can look at it. Later. Yeah, I'll send it over to you. Street justice in its truest form. It was it was interesting. The other the other interesting video I watched this week. 
I linked this to you guys in that in the chat, but that video of the guys going up to black people in Harlem. That makes no that made no sense to me. It whatsoever. was wild. Like I, I can't believe they're alive. I've seen that shit like I saw that a long time ago and those like they get guns drawn on them and shit all the time. It's and they're just stupid. Like Well they're doing it for views. They just I know want a but that's that's like the 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 ultimate view whore like I don't know. I have no respect for those people. I think if they got shot I wouldn't shed a single tear. Like, yeah. they fucking deserve it at that point. If you're gonna go and bother people, like... Well, you're just you're riling, them, and you're riling them up. It's yeah. not even bothering people. You're, you're literally, like, inflaming your environment. It's yeah. just... It's ridiculous. The weird thing was that, like... So, Lamar was the one who posted it. And he was like, oh, so you just go and add... Wait, add wait, like, like, Lamar, the dude that we know Lamar? Yeah, like, Lamar, the guy that we have... Yeah, that we knew in, like, <laughs> early college and stuff. And um, I'm still friends with him on Facebook. And <laughs> well, that, was my, that was my next point. <laughs> but, I was like, how would you have contacted him? Yeah, so his his thing he posted was like, oh, so you're just going to, we're going to randomly, you're just going to go up to black people and, and uh, like, aggravate, aggravate them. them in order to make us look like animals. I see how it is. And I don't think that was necessarily an intention. The intention no, of the that's... videos was not to make, be like, look at how... How Crazy animalistic people are. Yeah. It's just like, let's see if we can annoy people who are going to beat the shit out of us. Yeah. It's not just, it's just anybody. I feel like you get those people that just love antagonizing people just to be dicks, and that's yeah. what they're doing. And but now they're recording doing it, it professionally. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess so. I the mean, thing, there's an audience for it. The thing that, like, Sad stuck enough. that I noticed, because of course this spawned this whole thing that of people were like, look at these black animals, like, just attacking Anytime people. Anytime no that reason. you have, like, any sort of violence video or even just like intimidation or something in the comments you will see the people come out who are like it's scientifically proven that black people are animals <laughs> it's like are you fucking kidding yeah. me what what year is it it's yeah. like, I, I swear the people that just comment on forums it, it is it's just an <laughs> outlet for stupidity you go look at YouTube comments dude it is oh, so well, no. well, sometimes I go to comments just to read this because it is it is so absurd the, the stuff people yeah. post and it, it, you're just like, really and then you realize it's real sometimes well that's why racism is so funny to me cause like you have to be so absurdly stupid to actually believe yeah <laughs> that that any of that shit is like real yeah well especially the stuff that they say it's like there was one YouTube comment I read that was like and I think it was it was a comment on the video where about that guy who 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 was assaulted that trucker at that truck stop in Arizona, the black guy, and he oh, got the yeah. shit beat out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and like some guy was just like, "That's what the uh, I can't believe like, I can't believe I have to repeat this." But this guy was just like, "That's what these fucking monkeys get, man." Let me tell you that he's like, "It is scientifically proven that black people are less evolved than See? the white man." <laughs> See, and there's people who actually and I was like, "You're fucking that. kidding me." That's, that's absolutely uh, crazy to me. It is. It is. It's yeah. 2015. <laughs> but there's the, still people who exist in that stupid like, well you know what's really sad is that mindset. it's gonna be 2115 and no, it'll probably still be shit like that. yeah, that's what I'm saying it'll be and it'll still be so shit like deeply that deeply reared it's never going yeah. away the, the weird thing you just laugh at them and ignore them and yeah <laughs> the thing I noticed though is that like you have to admit when you watch that video that there the step to violence is so much smaller than like if it would be between us, right? Like if some guy came up to me and was just like he's like, What well, hey, you, you fucking cracker. That's right, you're white and skinny and nobody likes you. My first reaction would not be to punch him I'd in the just face. Like, laugh at them and then walk yeah, away, right? But like every single one of those guys, it was there was it didn't it all he had to do was either go up and drop the N the N word or just be like, Hey, do you have a problem with me? Instantly got punched in the face. It did not take 
anything. Well, just be like, also, hey, do you have a problem with me? Out. Like, it's... Yeah. And I think that... I was, like, wondering. I was, like, why... Why is it? But then you realize, like, this This is a world that none of us understand, right? Well, it's it's crazy. And I actually put down, like, the things with, with Ferguson going on, how the two cops just got shot outside the police station. <laughs> yeah. And and it's... I haven't heard about this, actually. Well, so, oh, okay. so basically wow. the... I don't know if they're related, but the Ferguson police chief resigned. Mm-hmm. and Because of that report from the Department yeah, of Justice. Well, right? I mean, look, without going into all of it, it's just, a lot of shit's been happening over there, obviously. But he resigns, and then literally... The next day, there's a report that comes out where two cops were shot outside the police station. It was just straight up, just straight up gunned down. There was SWAT. I read a lot about this because it showed up on the gun subreddit. But there was SWAT who were helping to provide security at the police station, and some dude who was in a building like three blocks away was just like taking pot shots at this milling crowd of cops, and he got two of them. Wow! And it's just crazy because. I, we, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it never happened. May, maybe, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe because we live in Arizona and it's so west and so dispersed, and we didn't, you know, maybe like our experience would have been different if we lived in the east, you know, like the east coast or in in Missouri maybe or St. Louis or whatever with a large, yeah. you know, African American exactly. population. But it just blows my mind. You know, we laugh at racism, like oh, racism, you know, that's a stupid racism's dumb. But it's like it's real. It's you know, real. like it's happening right now, and it's in our own backyards, like. There well, is literally does, a, a modern day shooting cops. That's not racism. That's just a, a well, but, but an all, inappropriate response. Well, that's racism. true. But I feel like that entire situation at first all spawned from racism, you know, mm. or just that the tension there. Like you're saying, it yeah. only takes you know if some guy to come to you. Exactly what you said. But one spark to set the exactly, and it's right, so. it's still going. And you're sitting here like, I almost don't know if enough attention is being paid to it because it's it's crazy. It's it's, it's a real life. Well, no, race it's getting war all the attention on, you know? right now. There's any. Anytime, like, police do anything remotely wrong to, to a minority now, it shows up in my fucking news feed. Yeah. Can't, can't get away. But but then I never see, you rarely ever see anything about cops getting shot. Like, it's just people are all on the other side right now. So. Yeah. And the thing when I watched that video for me, like, I watched it, and my first reaction was, like, was this this note, this feeling of just, like, why are they, like, why why are these people being so violent? They're just words. But then I, I like, I thought about it. I was like, they, this is a world where if someone comes up to you and calls you a bitch, you have to beat the shit out of them because you will get killed if you don't. Like it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a jungle out there almost. Like it's like, it's a world we'll never understand. So like I've said many times sitting on top of our mountain of privilege, like we'll never understand what it's like to have, like if someone is like, you have to like defend yourself all the time in the, like in, in Harlem, in the hood, like, that's how it is. Like, and I won't ever know anything about what that's like, but you have to imagine like any guy who's a young black male living in, in Harlem or something like that. If you go up, if someone comes up to him and like tries to take his phone or tries to like push him or calls him a bitch, you have to step up because if you don't step up, if some guy, if some guy calls you a bitch and you let that slide, people walk all over you for the, for the rest of your life. So it's unfortunate, but it was really, it was interesting watch and also just, retarded it was so stupid to see these guys like just getting knocked out over and over again and they'd be like oh it was a joke it's a joke it's a joke it's a joke side saddle crab run yeah all right ken tell us about palcohol i just something i was just that popped up on my feed a lot just palcohol is literally powdered alcohol and they've gotten to the point now that they're ready i guess they passed fda inspection and it's ready to be mass produced i think a lot of states are trying to pass legislation against it but uh, literally, I I actually was wondering why hasn't someone thought about this earlier? Because I, well, I, I read probably it. probably a technology thing. Right. And I read about it. I was like, wow, that's actually really smart. Literally, this dude 
and he did it. He claims he did it. He was an outdoor enthusiast. He likes being in nature and all that stuff. And also, let's get drunk in nature. So hey, man, he's like, I just, I just bite, you know, up and down Grand Canyon. I just want to drink, you know, and can't. <laughs> Fuck water. Stoner alcoholic. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> Inventor he, of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. And I guess he was just saying he wanted a drink and it's, you know, trying to carry vodka, like a bottle of vodka on a backpack is just not reasonable. So he, it's funny because you go to the Palco website and he says he, he met with many scientists. He uses that phrase that many times. <laughs> but, he met with many scientists. He met with many scientists to get this created. And essentially it is, you buy it in these packets and you can do two things with them. You can either put them, um, in actual like mixer juice to make your drink or you just put them in water. And it's, it has got two, one's rum and one's vodka. So it's, it's Palcohol V and Palcohol R. And one's just literally just powdered vodka and one's powdered rum. And, you can put it with straight water and just have literally just vodka, or you can put it with. He's saying, like you know, put what, it in Mountain Dew, yeah, like or or you know, get it in your favorite, like you know, if you like screwdrivers, get your orange, orange juice, juice and just yeah. put it in there, and you're good to go. So it's, yeah, I I, I think it's like to it's me, I think it's, like, I think it's a genius idea. It's but crazy. The, but yeah, the, the it is going to be so much easier for people to sneak alcohol into. Well, and that's what they were saying. That's like why that. a lot that's of places were trying to ban it, but it it. You know, I, free market will decide. That's all I guess so. Really well, he was saying it was funny because he's got a Q and A and he tries to address all these issues because he's like, yeah, like you should sign a petition to your states to make sure they don't ban this because you know it's unreasonable for them to try to do that. And, and he put like a long list of why. You know, so he, I won't make as much money if states keep. Money <laughs> <in this thing. laughs> I'm sure that's the prime reason, but with if, a huge amount of like possibility for abuse, but I want money. But he put a list of things of, of the biggest kind of misconceptions and things that are out there. <laughs> well, one of them is that people would snort it. I and would not be will. surprised. But, well, and he was saying, he's like, well, A, snorting this, you'd have to snort 30 packets of this to get one shot of alcohol in you because it's dissolved. It's not about that. It's how is it going to work on your blood brain? And then, well, and then he said, secondly, it would burn like shit yeah. because you're literally just sniffing straight alcohol. So I, I just... I don't know. Like squeezing habanero juice in your nose. <laughs> or taking those fucking habanero shots. I, I have never felt worse Ooh. in my life than after that. Yeah. That, but that I don't know. And you know what? I was just thinking about it. He even, they're selling it commercially, but he also was saying, like, we're going to try to make this good just industrially, too. You know, being able to, um, you know, for, like, medicine, having powder, being able to, like, give it to third world countries, you know, having to have ethanol to, like... um to put over disinfect, wounds and stuff, to yeah. disinfect stuff, to yeah. having it powdered so that we can just have water to it versus well, having as long giant as kits. He can make the price point cheaper than like hydrogen peroxide, which is already like a dollar for a gallon. I think it's more oh, most yeah. most of the reason why he liked the power form is, is a storage issue. Well, yeah, Less because you can store powder so much easier than you can giant bottles of liquid. So I just I mean I was just thinking like if that became widespread, would you guys one day just be like, oh let's go because I think the price point is also cheaper too. Because you control the quantity that you want to purchase. Like you to move on. Oh, so it's not just like a a, a brick, Parmesan a cocaine brick of. Well, no, I was just thinking. You know that when you buy a pizza, you get the little Parmesan packets. I was thinking it would come in like that. No, form I I, I think it comes in that, but I think it could come in bigger forms. You get it by the pack. you can buy the pack like a like a like a container, like of a it. barrel of whey protein, well, yeah, alcohol, <laughs> basically. And wow. so you know, when you go buy vodka, you can you know, the smallest you can get is little shots, but you you know, basically you have to buy in a handle or whatever or yeah. fit. So being able to you know, buy a, just a giant, like, protein powder, like you were saying, of, of vodka, and then just use it as you need, kind of sound, seems interesting. I feel like I'm not enough of a drinker that I would, 
Like, I've got that bottle of whiskey there, and Steve's drank more of it than I the have. James <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, and, I mean, I don't particularly like rubber vodka. I will, I would, it would come down to taste, though, right? Like, if I mix it with water, which is what 90% of people are probably going to do, does it taste like I'm getting fresh from the bottle vodka still? And that's if what they're does, saying it does. It, and then it would be acceptable. Well, even just think, like, maybe this could change, like, the bar industry. I don't know. Yeah. How just. Well, yeah, because now it's cheaper don't have than real liquids, vodka. You just have, like, a powder shoot that goes into a glass that you spray some water in, mix it up. Here's your vodka. Well, they were saying the mixing process is actually, um, it actually takes a, a while to dissolve. Yeah. And yeah. so to mix it in and stuff. And so people were saying, like, what if, you know, you could overload all the, the alcohol in there and just, like, chug it. And he's like, well, it tastes like shit, but you do it. Well, and, and then it might you would kill just, you. like, Within 10 minutes, just Jeez. super drunk, like, oh my fucking god. Yeah, and you probably, but, I mean, it's not going to stop them doing that anyway. Well, but there, the he's, fear, he was saying but... it's no different. I mean, this is his website, but I, I kind of agree with him to a point. It's no different than if a guy wants to take eight shots, a guy's going to take eight shots. No, like, I know. You know, it's... but it's for people who, like, all it takes is one fucking retard to not read the directions and be like, these these nine things are shots, but I didn't... Whatever. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't read the directions, and whoop, whoop. I'm a hundred pound, five foot tall female. <laughs> yeah. You're dead now, you know, like... Yeah, it, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting change in in that space. The thing with... In the, in the market, for in the alcohol market, the, the thing with that is that, for me, personally, I would I would maybe use it if I wanted to sneak alcohol into an event or something, but when I drink, I like to drink nice... Like like whiskey and stuff. I like to drink old fashioned. So for me, like powdered I'm whiskey. Steve and I like the old. Thing. I like yes. the finer things. But you know, I I would rather have like Jim Beam or Jameson or or some like a, a, a rye bourbon that I would mix. Well, what's into. to say that Jim Beam doesn't you know powderize their drinks? Now, and if it if it had the same quality as a well, that's what I'm bottle, saying. Is as a barrel instantly, whiskey? it comes down to can you replicate the quality that you're going to get from a bottled drink with the powdered alcohol? Yeah, I don't think so at first. Might happen later, but like we'll know it. until we try. And it might not even. It might be a moot point because it might just get fucking banned everywhere. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. So embarrassing stories coming out of Washington this week. Let's talk about Tom Cotton and his. What about Tom Cotton? His letter. Did you not like hear about the letter that he wrote to? Uh, I brought it to your attention. You did, yeah. But so, what is there to talk about? It's just a fucking traitor. It's embarrassing as fuck. <laughs> I mean, we let's let's talk about it a little bit. So he, okay. so he and forty six other Republicans wrote this letter. Forty six other senators or some Democrats. In there. Yeah, most of them were Republicans. Yeah. But yeah, there were some Democrats. Um, the bad kind. They wrote. They wrote the this. Traitors, <laughs> the blood traitors. They like write this letter, and they're like to. Uh, I think it was the. It was the Iranian. It's to Iran. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was the prime minister of Iran, wasn't it? Uh, it's to Iran. There's only one guy who actually has power in Iran. So. so they write this letter to him, and they're like, uh, "Just so you know." We don't. When the next president comes, fuck your deal. Yeah. Well, they're basically just like we don't. We've been watching the progress of the Iranian nuclear talks, and we thought we should bring it. We we feel that you don't understand the American Constitution, how one as wonderful as it is. So we was we just want to let you know that any plan that the president presents as a treaty to Iran will have to be ratified by the Senate. And if it is not, then when the next president comes in, we're going to destroy it. Have a good day. Sign Tom Cotton. We don't support our president. Like, well, it what, this... it, what it is is congressional overreach into the executive's responsibilities, right? Yeah. As the Congress, you are not supposed to fuck with foreign affairs unless it's, like, war. 
right? Yeah. That's, otherwise, you leave it to the State Department, which is a branch of the executive. These guys have gone off the fucking rails, right? I mean, it's completely unprecedented. It makes us look even worse. If I, if that was even possible, it makes us look worse to the rest of the world. It's just dumb. And it's been happening for a while. Well, not a while, but even with the Netanyahu coming and giving a speech yep. here yeah, without Obama's... This is strike two. Yeah. And the thing is, they technically could all be uh, committing, like, committing treason, treason yeah. the penalty for which is death in this country. There's no less penalty. Yeah. You are You committed treason, you're dead now. I don't think that's an appropriate response. Wouldn't mind it, though, because that you take out the Tea That'd Party be really and one funny. Swoop, it, but it's, it's, I don't know. This whole The whole notion that, like, like it, all it is is them just trying to block Obama from doing anything. They're, they're literally, just trying they, to undermine him, and that's all they've been doing. They're literally just presidency. stroking, like, it's, what was that, like a, oh, fuck. When you play WoW, it's like you're, you're called the E-penis. They're just trying to literally just be uh, like, hey, guys, like, hey, we're, we're, we're egos, Congress. We're, we're Tea Party. No, we've got I mean, power I over Obama. I think it's not even like power over Obama. I, I think it's literally just people know that we haven't done anything for the last, like, six, seven years. Yeah. We'll just try and do something. And if we can, you know, give the president the bird at the same time, then congratulations. Yeah. It was... I, they're, just, they're so full of themselves. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. It's just like... Well, they're cocks, dude. They're so fucking stupid. As I, I, like you said, the, the penalty for this could be treason. And I almost would love to see Obama just be like, you know what? The, thing the is, penalty no, for it's this not, is treason. The Justice Department and, has to do that, don't Yes, yeah. but... But the Justice Department is also a lot of Republicans there. <laughs> and even people in their own party are like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, I think it would be a good way to get rid of the Tea Party. It would be pretty uh, funny. For a long time. Why well, don't but... kill them? Just black sight them? Just put black bag and no, then they can disappear to, for like 50 years? They have to be an example. They can't... The thing is, if it was anyone else, if it was you or I that wrote that letter or something, we'd be killed. Right? Yeah. Like, you would have committed treason at that point because you're either giving aid and comfort to the enemy or working directly in contravention to the United States agenda. You get killed for that. That's sabotage. That's treason. But because they're senators, they're going to walk for it. Like, what are the people who should be held most accountable? Yeah, well, that, the that, people who are accountable. That's directly. why, I don't know, that's why politics is just, is, I, and I feel like that's why a lot of people, especially our age, just are kind of disinterested in politics is because shit like this is happening. I don't feel like these people are working for everyone's best interest. They just work for their own self-interest. You vote for the lesser retard and expect them to fuck it up and just hope it's not bad. Yeah, you they know? don't fuck it up as bad. There's just, yeah, there's just... And these guys have been given bad a run the, for its fucking money. The competence in just Capitol Hill is just plummeted. I just don't understand. And maybe it's just because to be a politician literally is like a career choice now it's stupid. no longer yeah. it's no longer people that have done well in their lives and have attained great skill and status and have decided you know hey i'm i've run a company or i've done really good in this field and i think i could contribute it's like i'm 24 i want to become the next president or i want to i want to become a senator because my father was one and i just will train my entire life not Training in skills that will help you in the future or help the country in the future, but training in skills that will help me get elected, which are, are different. Skills to be elected versus skills around the country are a little different, you know? <laughs> yeah. So. And then you get elected and you're like, oh shit, I now realize that I have nothing of value to contribute to anything. Not even I that. hope I get elected again. It's like, yeah. well, that, no, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's I know to, I'm going to get elected yeah, again. Yeah, it's not, it's not even, oh shit, I've got no skills. It's like, I got my, I got elected. Now it's, how can I stay elected? So you, you put all your effort into staying elected. 
instead of so that's why there's all this pandering to all the right wing there's this pandering to all the constituents like oh see look at what we're doing and we're we're not gonna stand for the like the left you know policies we're doing all this and it's and it's just to appease people so they get voted again so it's not even like trying to do make things better it's just because sometimes to make things better you have to do things that are unpopular yeah and i don't Uh, think and so in that vein because technically speaking the deal that they're making with iran sucks shit like it's really bad. Yeah. How if so? it well, it's a doesn't require them to dismantle their nuclear factories, which even if we asked them to, I mean, they wouldn't do it. But yeah. like, it's not hard enough. And I hate to say that. And I mean, I've probably made my anti-Iran bias very clear at this point throughout our ten-year podcasting. But we're not going to stop them. Like the only way is to just drive them into the ground. If Obama had any courage, he would just be like, actually, no, we're not going to do this. But he needs a win for Hillary for next year. Yeah. So they're going to go ahead with it. And these dudes, I mean, it is sabotage. If the if the executive has made a decision that foreign relations with the country is going to be this way, you as a congressman are not allowed to fuck that up. No. I don't agree with what Obama's doing, but you're not allowed to Well, you as a congressman have an opportunity to fuck that up if you want to. Within your jurisdiction, when it comes before the Senate, as it must, it must be ratified by a two-thirds majority. Yep. We, we know this. They couldn't just wait. You couldn't just wait. They for had it. to yeah. do it now. Yeah. They had to make a big public statement. So, speaking of Hillary, let's talk about Hillary's emails, because apparently that's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah. I, th- I, I just don't understand how this well, is an issue whatsoever. I mean, I just feel like it's it's that season now when the slander needs to start coming out, because we're getting slowly yeah, we're, getting closer we're only to like two years presidential. Away, yeah, yeah, that's the start of the cycle. You even hear people like slandering like Jed Bush and potential candidates. It's... Just Jabadaria. Every, yeah. <laughs> Jabadaria. But it's just everybody. It's like, oh, it's, you know, vote season. Let's start slandering people and start bringing up random shit. And it's just like, oh, this is so tiring. Why? It doesn't matter. This is such trivial right. shit. So let's talk about what actually happened. From the one I, information I was able to glean while she was um, Secretary of State, mm-hmm. she uh, had her work email that was like for business. And she also had, uh, she also apparently used it for personal email. And they no, reverse that. She used her personal email for work. Okay, so yeah. she used her personal email for work, and she had, she had to her own server and everything set yeah. up in her home. And she had to turn over all of her emails to the State Department so that they all could, of her work related. Yeah, emails. right. So she turned all those over, and then allegedly deleted thirty thousand other emails that, that she claimed were personal. personal. Yeah. yeah, which is like, so what? What do you like? What what could she have? Been? No, I, well, I mean, I, I, I if, agree. if the government is going to treat privacy as a privilege, then get ready to get fucked for it when you go, when it becomes a problem for you. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, it's not a big deal in the long run. I I agree. But, Obviously, it's not. She didn't follow protocol, and that is a problem. But at the same time, just the way like. The new, like Fox News and the Republicans are all just like attacking this, you know? And well, it, what do you expect? They well, need any edge they can well, get. Well, exactly, right? but it is, I've seen this and it, obviously I'm, I'm a Democrat, but it just comes across as petty. That's yeah. all I see when I see this. It's just, it's just petty. You know, oh, we need, we need to take any, any stone we can throw at her. We have to because you know, that's just that's, a pebble. That's just what it's gotta be to, you know, to put her down because we gotta make sure we win. I have to be in axiomatic disalignment with the other side because God forbid I compromise. Yeah. But it's just a juxtapose, like, so you've got senators, like, doing this shit, sending the the letter to Iran, and then you've got some, you know, but somehow all the big news is Hillary's in her emails. It's like, no, guys, like, that's not even the point, you know? There's there's danger at home in our own Senate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't know. All right. I mean, she shouldn't have done that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because the I mean, there's a reason they have you use the State Department email because NSA people have made sure it's secure for you to use for classified information. You can Hillary Clinton at gmail dot com is not as secure <laughs> as we need it to be. Well, no, it's Hillary Clinton at like clintonemail.com dot com. Yeah. Well, I will say Clint this makes me love Bill Clinton even more. But someone asked him because I guess clearly it said that she sent a bunch of emails to Bill and stuff like that, and then someone asked Bill at some some, some forum or whatever, and he's like. Oh, Bill, I, I haven't, I've only said like two emails in my life. I don't use that shit. That's literally what he said <laughs> in his Arkansas. The email came about after I got impeached for getting a blowjob. What the <laughs> fuck do I care? I don't even use that shit because can't track me. <laughs> I'm off the grid, motherfuckers. Alright, let's, let's get geeky. So, um, Apple unveiled its insane prices its for its insane watch. prices for its new smartwatch that's coming out. $350 for the basic version. Five fifty for the the middle tier like watch version because there's the watch sport and then the just the watch and then there's six fifty for the watch if you want a decent band then t- between ten thousand yeah. and seventeen thousand for the solid gold plated Apple Apple watch, watch they came edition. out with that, the ten thousand dollar watch and I was like are you fucking you should did me? you were you guys watching the Pebble tweets while the no, unveiling no. was happening they, it was so funny you gotta go find a collection of them because they were just basically like I thought watches were supposed to be fucking affordable <laughs> like Pebble is like one hundred fifty bucks you know like. I don't know. It's funny to me that they just unveiled all that shit and their stock is like tanking for the third week. It always, it always <laughs> does. Anytime Apple announces anything, people are like, Apple's well, going no, crazy. The, the problem is they hit their like 18 times valuation cap, which for them always means like, yeah, but they'll come claw their way back. But they'll come back. The thing is like every time <laughs> Apple announces anything, like as far as new products, like this happened with the iPhone. People were just like, oh, it's that's ridiculous. No one's going to want an iPhone. They're too expensive. They're not practical. Like, no one would ever use one. And Which is Apple's stock the same sword. argument here, but true. Well, <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that they said that back then, but it, it no, was I don't, I don't the know. Problem the problem is the Apple Watch is actually useless. There is no use for I agree with that. I have I just sit here, I just thought I have no use for this watch. I've, every None article whatsoever. from any reviewer that I've read that wasn't some suck dick Apple fanboy was like, it was really hard to learn how to use this, and in the end, I didn't use it at all because anything that is on my watch, aside from time, is also you know I just will pull my. And that's phone my out problem with it is that you still need your phone to have access to it. So essentially, you are adding another layer of complexity to getting to for the extra message, money right. that you're gonna pay more for year after year. So instead of going from like. I look at it, I look at my phone, you're going, I look at my watch, which is triggering, which is connecting to my phone. Yeah. And it, it just seems, because if the watch had a separate function, if I could leave, maybe if I could leave my phone at home and just have the watch out, maybe I could see why that might appeal to people because you don't want to carrying, you don't have to carry shit on your, on your person. So maybe I can see that, but the fact that you have to carry your phone with you still, and it's literally just another screen. To put I'd on rather your body. just get like a thing that puts my yeah, iPhone on my about. arm, you know? Like there's there's um the thing is is that like it like we're not the target demographic. Honestly, for me, when I think about it, you know, I I started running this week, and and like for me, I have to like time how long I'm running because I fucking suck at it. So I need to be like run two minutes, walk two minutes, and every time. I would, my alarm would go off. I'd have to reach into my pocket, take my phone out, flip the cover open, reset the thing. It would be, it would be very convenient to just look at my my watch and be like, oh, just reset the time. You know, what's also sort of convenient. You can get a thing that yeah, you Fitbit. put. Yeah. Well, not in Fitbit. You can literally get a thing that's it's a case for your iPhone, and then it straps on your arm. 
Yeah. It's Velcro. And you just... You, but I'd still have to be right here. And then I I'd guess have to be like... No, it'd be... Or you could put it right here. You yeah. could put it right here and be yeah. like, and hey, look, and it's like a watch. The, what's the price difference for that? It's like $12 for that and like $350 yeah. for this piece of shit. Like, so we're obviously... We're not the target demographic for it. But the thing is... <laughs> the thing is, is, is we're exactly I don't think the target demographic. No, 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 we are, we are the target demographic. Money who love technology. We, we are the target demographic. But people are going to line up outside of the Apple store to buy it day one. You know, because... I, target- per- personally, I I I put a lot of money that this flops. I really would. I won't say flop, but it's gonna. They're not gonna see sales anywhere near what they did before because it's gonna be like the actual Apple fanboys like, were like, it came out of this building and must be Jesus. I, I would. I would put. put I would put money that in like ten years. There's going to be a new iPhone come out. There's still going to be a new iPad that comes out. There's going to be a new MacBook, and there will not be a new watch that comes out. Yeah. We will we will track the watch sales, and I'm curious to see if your predictions are correct. You're gonna, there's going to, obviously, with any new release of anything, you're going to have the yeah, initial wave of fanboys that buys it. But they're gonna, I you won't see, like, sales for the the Apple Watch 2, right? If it comes out at all. Either. Right. It's, yeah. it's going to be abysmal. We'll see a year from now. I hope so. And, no, other things. I don't even think it's just Apple. I think it's for I think the Pebble's the same yeah, way. Yeah, I don't think I, the I form think factor is worth it. Unless it was super powerful. The iPhone came out and it was like groundbreaking, but because it it provides unique function. And the Apple Watch doesn't provide unique function. And that's my yeah. thing. Um, um, we'll see. All right. So HBO announces HBO Now, which is its streaming service officially. It's kind of version of Netflix. It's $15 a month. And you can only get it on Apple TV. I thought that's, HBO already had... They go. had HBO Go, but you Go's have to have different. an HBO subscription to yeah. get access to it. I so, thought you didn't, no. I don't, I, think, I don't think they have them separately. I think this is like they... Well, it's just it's one that, I mean, you get Go. You can get Go and get the subscription and not have a TV. Like, you'll still have the subscription. You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just you'll just be not, paying not be able to use it. Yeah, you'll be paying money for the stuff you don't yeah. use. Yeah. So it's fifteen dollars per month, and they're only gonna. It's only gonna be available as far as. I wonder how much that fucking cost Apple to get that fucking deal. I don't know. That's but... a payoff, one hundred percent. HBO stands to make so much more money if they didn't do that. Yeah. So there was some back back billions paid. Well, no. The thing is, happened. if you think about it, like who else? So like Google, like what other company? AT and T, maybe. Like what other company would provide the sort of platform to allow that? The internet. Just tell people you guys can pay ten dollars a month and get access to all HBO content. Yeah, on just the make internet, their just like actual Netflix. own version of Netflix and have it be on the. But internet. that's what HBO Go is. Yeah, but, but you need a, a subscription for it. If they made it its own spinoff service where you don't need a subscription, well, you need an Apple like TV. Netflix. Well, no, but TV. they want. That's the whole point is they do want to monetize it. So they already have Go, so they're just literally just funneling it to another platform because like the cable providers aren't going to do it because it's pulling money away from them. Yeah. So you're gonna have to find a third party platform that still hooks to the internet, basically. And so yeah. literally, like, there aren't very many options other than Apple. You can have your own website, but you already have Go. Like, you literally just what, spin Go off in its own fucking. Well, I know that's that's why that's what I don't understand. But I'm saying yeah. if you're gonna make it in this model, like, and then I guess like Steambox, like, there's not a lot of like actual like boxes yeah, you can it's, buy that it's that not do like you their own. Just have your DVR right? So Go, or now I should say. Yeah. So that's I my, don't know. That's, but that's my thing with now is like I think now's a good idea, and I think I wish all TV would start to move that way. Just put everything on the internet, just cut cable entirely, just put everything on the internet and stream everything live anyways. So, but I agree, I agree with the whole like they can rape you a lot more if you have to pay cable. Well, contracts. I mean they already rape you since it costs them nothing to provide you that service. Yeah. So. So it's, uh, I don't know, I mean, we'll see. I think $15 a month is too much. HBO doesn't have nearly the same. I mean, Netflix is $9 a month. And they have 
an insane amount of content. HBO doesn't have nearly that much content. Why would I pay fifteen dollars a month? Well, that's a quality difference. Like, well, that's why. Why? Why do people pay fifteen dollars a month for HBO currently? Right? Yeah. The people willing to do it because I, to be honest, I've, once again, like once we get into a class of income, like fifteen dollars is, to be honest, not that much money. And to be able to get Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones, and, 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 and Game of Thrones, yeah. I don't. know. But HBO does have a lot of really good. You know, they have a lot of good shows, but I feel like it's limited. Like Netflix is something that I feel like you'll like if you have a Netflix subscription, you'll probably have one forever because there will always be content for you to watch. HBO's there; they don't have enough content, in my opinion. Like they'll get a bunch of people who will sign up for the first year, watch all the content, and then be like, "Okay, I've watched every HBO show ever. I'm just gonna cancel." Once my again, it's just now. it is just people people on HBO, and there's a niche for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. There's a petition online for a remake for Modern Warfare 2. I thought this was kind of interesting. Got 100,000, uh, signatures. And it's just, it, it's just for an HD remake for the Xbox One and PS4 of Modern Warfare 2. I think they should was. just remake it entirely and make it actually a good game. Yeah. Well, well Modern Warfare 2 was good. We Modern played the Warfare shit out of that. We played 3. Well, we, I thought we played the shit out of 2. No, we played 3. Okay. Sorry, dude. Well, 2 I remember being very popular, but... This is just like a little weird, like blip on the radar. Oh, I saw that on, I think on my Reddit, yeah, page or something. People were like, and apparently this happens all the time. Like there'll be a, a huge signature, or yeah, a they're huge not going to do it. No, they won't do it. It never <laughs> happens. They've been getting like thousands and thousands of signatures for like a Final Fantasy VII reboot for however long. Well, the, but they came out and said why they're not doing that, and that's because. If you guys aren't going to like the Final Fantasies that we're putting out now, then why should we remake the best one that we ever made? <laughs> They're fucking stupid. Yeah. They're like, you guys need to buy like three copies a person of the new Final Fantasies, and then we'll think about making seven again. Which yeah. I kind of want to do. So, yes, I, I the fam, the fanboy in me still. Yeah, I just still I don't is. remember actually like enjoying playing that game when I was younger. I never got to beat it because yeah. the discs I had were broken. But I actually I, never I, all got. Through I seven went either. super far, and it was just super grindy after a point, like when I was trying to get to fight the ruby weapons and all that and i was like well, yeah it's boring now so well, when i was really young and i didn't have a lot of other games because i just didn't own a lot of games it was really great to dive into and that's how a lot of those old those long rpgs jrpgs are they use so much content you just find yourself exploring a lot of them like exploring everything um fine final fantasy 7 was phenomenal and i would totally love to see an hd remake with remake with voice acting and stuff it would be great it'll never happen as you said not until every fanboy buys three of the of Final Fantasy 15, and then yeah, maybe they'll three think about subscriptions it. for 14. And <laughs> yeah. So, have you guys seen the gameplay for 15 that came out recently? There's a 40 minute gameplay. Is that versus? Video. The no, it's, or not? Not versus like um, the card trip one. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy 15 card trip, and it it looks cool. It didn't look super intuitive though. There's like a guy who was playing it, and he just kept dying because like. Well, it's an action game though. It's 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 like, it's like weird, well, yeah, it's it's their hybrid. it's their standard like action hybrid turn based where like you have actions but then it's like disguised as a turn based combat because even though you can actively move yourself the the way the timing is set up you can't it's basically yeah it's basically like an action it's a turn based game because yeah. they love their turn based games um it 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 looks looks fucking gorgeous I mean it looks I've been great. waiting for that I have been waiting for that game for like eight years so. Maybe this year, probably not. Probably next probably year. Not <laughs> next year probably not next year. But they say Kingdom Hearts three this year. I guess. Oh, ever ever since the LPs, will the be nobody released. heartless. Oh, 
Double it's like the heart, yeah, the, the heartless of the nobodies comes back as like the nobody heartlesses. Yeah. So Sony has some really shitty policies if your PS4 gets hacked. I don't know if you guys read about this. I read about this on well, NeoGAF. Here, FTFY, Sony has some really shitty policies. Yes. But I that mean, it's just case unfortunate. Is but I, I kind of think that goes with like almost any service, isn't yes. it? Anyone who any provides service, you yeah. an online gaming service has, has shitty, shitty policies. Exactly. So this guy, his PS4 got hacked. And someone made $600 worth of purchases on his account and then deactivated his account and moved it over to their own PS4. And so he called Sony and he was like, why do I have $600 worth of charges on my credit card for the PS4 store? And they're like, oh, someone hacked you. He's like, okay, well, uh, can you... I'm just going to not have those if that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, well, then they're like, "Uh, well, so what we will do, what we can do is we'll give you $150 back. Uh, but you have to eat the other $450, and also you have to wait six months to get your account back. Sorry. Yep. Sounds like Sony. Yeah, because like literally their policy is you can change your account from one PS4 to another, but you have to wait six months in between. And they were just like, sorry, and dude. there's no override for that because which is their bullshit. engineering side is complete shit. Yeah, which isn't for... So I, I just felt bad well, and for the fact, guy. Well, the thing that they didn't even refund him all that money is ridiculous. Yes. Like that, I'm pretty sure that's fucking illegal. I'm pretty like, sure that is illegal. That they got... He got... It's because of their shitty service that he got hacked, right? Yes. If, like, if this happened to Wells Fargo, like you think that, well, you know, you know Wells Fargo's not going to give you your money back. Oh, no. You know. I just got stolen from me, well, but they also have FDIC insurance, so yeah, getting your money back. But I, I would imagine that, especially after the whole debacle of this past Christmas with them getting hacked and all their shit, their account, like credit cards getting stolen, all their information being stolen, you'd think that they would be trying to present a better That's image why to the I will public. Never it just, hacked. as much as I love the PlayStation, like it, it's so much the, fear the, the, surrounding. The, so not even just fear, but it has just been bad when compared to. Basically, this being competitor to Xbox Live, it just the Sony online experience has just been so bad for so long. And it, it, it's confusing as to why that is, because you would think that that's really how they're making all their money right now. Should be through people want to play online, people want to renew their services. This is what's attracting people to these yeah. games of like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, all that stuff is because they need to be online. And that's why people play games for over the lifetime of a, the single player mode is because they want to play multiplayer for so much longer. So it, it's it's kind of the same thing where we talk about EA and and freaking what's this thing being so terrible, you know, um, their service, uh, um, uh, Origin, Origin. Oh yeah, you know, even though Steam is a prime blueprint for them to look at, like why is Sony's online service so Such shitty? Shit, yeah. I don't get it. It's yeah. just it's like they're hemorrhaging money by not fixing that. Well, yeah. no, because apparently you don't have to actually refund people when they. When people make completely illegitimate purchases with their credit card, yeah, you just say, like, so. I'll give you, like, 20% of that, but fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> so that sucks for that guy, and it's really unfortunate. Um, moving on to success in the gaming industry, City Skyline sold 250,000 copies in its is. first 24 hours. It's, it's a, like a better city. It's, it's like a Sim good SimCity. No, SimCities are good, but it's... It's the SimCity that the newest SimCity should have been. Yeah, it's the one that was not fucked up by EA. So it's basically like a SimCity <laughs> game. It looks really fun and super intuitive. And yeah, I hadn't heard I about it. I it so yeah. bad. It's only 30 bucks. Yeah, it's like, still more I guess something about well, that has never... I guess I've just never been intrigued by like. I get a huge boner whenever I think about City Village. Yeah, games. dude. But that's because yeah. I, <laughs> I had the packs when I was young from Sierra Games, though, that were like Caesar and Zeus, God of Olympus, where you were like playing through mythology but your objectives were like 
have 15,000 people and export 350 jugs of olive oil a year. And I'm like, logistics management. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, um, for me, it comes back down to time. And I've, like, I just don't have as much time right now with school and stuff. But it's, it looks fun and I want to play it. And I've been, like, watching it. I mean, it's got great graphics. It runs super well. It's, it seems super intuitive. I don't. I'm happy. I'm happy for them because they were a total like indie operation. Yeah, they they, they kind of came out of left field. With they that. did, and they were kind of like, "Hey, we want to build an actual good city simulation game." Since you know EA happened, so yes, it's EA hasn't. They built it, and it's fucking two hundred fifty thousand copies in the first twenty four hours. It's pretty amazing, especially yeah. for a studio for that, an indie studio. Yeah, that's so, like the lifetime sales of most indie games nowadays. <laughs> yeah. So congrats to them. And uh, everyone should go check that game out, I'd say. Like, just boost that shit up better. Yep. Next, next Thursday, buying yeah. that. More games that are good games. Like, like support that kind of that kind of good stuff. Well, reinforce the, the methodology. Yeah. Well, actually, a game that, when I was just logging on Steam the other day, looked really intriguing was, have you seen the Ori and the Blind Forest? I've heard that of it. That thing popped up on my, like, after I got out of my game, Steam's got to shove advertising up my ass, so the little pop-up thing, and I just, this giant monster holding a Cradling the, baby, like, yeah. rabbit thing, and I was like, this kind of interesting, and I, and I watched a lot of videos on it, and it actually looks, like, it looks really good. Like, yeah. I don't know if I would actually play it, but just the art style to it kind of reminded me of Okami almost, and it yeah. has that, like, Japanese stroke art to it. Where the oh, lines yeah, are kind of no. like it's almost like everything's been painted with a paintbrush, yeah. and like they've got really like good depth a stroke, like <laughs> sort of, and just the lighting they use, and it's basically like it looks like it's just a platformer essentially. Yeah, but it, it, it just looks, looks it, yeah, it, it looks really amazing, and, and stuff like that is just really cool to see games like that come out that really are like putting new spins on like, that. That costs like a hundred thousand dollars to make. Yeah, you know? it, it, it wasn't from a big studio, so I just thought it looked really cool and amazing how you can get quality without spending five hundred million dollars. Fuck you, Activision. Yeah. So uh, I've been. I have. I keep saying I don't have a lot of time to play. Uh, to play very many games. But I do have time to sit down every once in a while and play Sonic Dash. Have you guys played Sonic Dash? No. It's- no, it's an iPhone. So. Do you just game. roll around at the oh, speed of so sound? Yeah, no, is, I have not. Yeah, so and I have not. I don't play a lot of, of mobile games at all, like on my iPhone. But I decided, just like, I wonder what they have for Sonic. I found this, and I heard about this endless runner called Sonic Dash. It's an endless runner, like uh, like any of those, like like you remember, like the helicopter game or Flappy oh. Bird. Like it's an endless runner, but like with Sonic Temple Run. Like yeah, that. like Temple yeah. Run. But it's just it's a Sonic the Hedgehog endless runner, and you just go through the track, collect coins, and kill enemies and whatnot. It's the best Sonic game I played in like five years right, because <laughs> it's the best sonic game that's came out in like 10 like so. it's 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 crazy to me because it, it it's free to play and so that means that like it's it's really interesting you get raped by ads yeah like, it, do you want to buy a chaos emerald sonic 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 chaos emerald buy it yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll boot it up and show you guys real quick but like the the like you boot it up and you're just like all right i want to play some sonic dash it's like great welcome to sonic dash let us load it through all the hard light stuff like thirty second advertisement like, like video, yeah, and, and so it's like okay, hang on, we're loading up. Oh, do you want to play? Then great. Would you like any of these like millions of things? And then this, and like you'll go through, and there's like a daily thing. It's like, hey, you played two days in a row, you get a reward. Do you want to spend fifty <laughs> well, coins to get this booster? Do you want to be treated like a fucking dog? Pavlov's yeah. response, but it's it's pretty fun. Like you just you literally swipe left and right, and I'm sitting there and I'm just like. Give me this game. Take away all the free-to-play shit. I will pay $10 for this game with just a thousand different zones in it and five different characters. Like, 
I don't know why they don't do that. Like, why do free to like why uh, why do like the free to play thing and why keep bringing out because dog shit it, like well that? because they kids they make more money off of it. Their to be honest, bank you you look at the models and uh, at least for phone like mobile apps, the money is like and it's been proven because companies will put out two versions of their game. One that's like a dollar ninety nine for no ads, like ever, like no ads ever, versus the free version with ads, and the free version always makes more money for them. Yeah. Because they people will be like, oh, I'll watch an ad, or well, and they also just, just people pay two dollars. Yeah, people are just adverse for some reason. People because of like, I feel like if Apple had started this and not allowed free apps in there, maybe people would have been conditioned, sort of yeah. like how people are conditioned to pay for a while and stuff like that. But because, but because of the way people expect free things, people just aren't willing to pay. Just like one ninety nine versus free, no, I'll just buy the free. And if you put yeah. a thing out that can be free that doesn't have a payment on it. Just you'll see you won't have very good sales. I would pay $10 to have this game with absolutely no ads, no free-to-play bullshit, and just essentially a Sonic, like, just let me run through levels as Sonic in exactly this but fashion. But you're the one person who would do that. Everyone else is like, well, I'll deal with the kind bullshit. Yeah, I get it. I'll deal with it because I don't have a better option. If they gave me that option, like I said, I I'd, just wish I could I'd go back in it. time, find the person who started free-to-play and murder them. And I start free-to-play would... yourself and yes. get rich. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so it's a genius idea. To be honest, I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's good for the industry, but it's a genius idea. Not good for the industry. Yeah. Have you guys watched Bloodborne at all? Have you been keeping tabs on that? The next like dragon or demon souls. Next Dark Souls game. Yeah, Yeah. it just went gold, so they had like a launch party because they they're putting it on. This is actually made by the same people. Mm -hmm. Okay, same guy or whatever. Yeah, and uh, I've been looking up it a little bit, and it's like really huge right now. Like everyone's super stoked because it's a sequel to Dark Souls. Well, Dark Souls has been good. They're good games. It's literally Dark Dark Souls with guns. Like gun arrows, good. Well, like early guns, like muskety kind. They've of made good sort. games. I have no reason. Well, no, that's the thing is, it's it's going gold for a reason. Like people are fucking super excited about it because it looks like it's going to be it rad. I'll really never awesome. play it. I am not good at those games, and I have no desire to get good. I'd rather just have we, money. We talked about that before with Dark Souls. That you're <laughs> yeah. just like, I'll never play that like, game because I. I but I will have that. a hell of a time watching people do a playthrough on YouTube. I'm going to enjoy that very much. Yeah, <laughs> I played that game. I remember for a stretch, and I I got it. Because Steven had it, and I was playing it, and I was, like, this enchanter guy. I guess, like, uh, my thing was I shot fireballs at people, basically. The wizard. Sort of, yeah. And so, I remember, and when you die, you get ported back to the, like, the last fireplace you're at. And I just remember, or even if you were to get out of that instance, and you're like, oh, I want to restart and make sure I save all my guy's money and stuff like that. So, I remember just spending, like, four hours on this one stretch of land where there's a dark night at the end, and I just kept fighting him and going back and forth and back yep. and forth for, like, four hours. And after that four hours, I was like, well, fuck, I'm tired. I just never played it again. Do you remember when I played, and you you and I were, like, staying up late at your at the apartment one night, and I was playing Dark Souls, and, like, I get to the first Black Knight, and I spent, like, two hours fighting him. And then when I finally, like, was able to hit him, I was like, motherfucker, like, bam! <laughs> like, getting super into it. You were it. really into it. And then I died over, oh, God. That was the worst. That's the thing is, I I had, I got Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition. I got, like, past the first area. I got to the first Dark Knight. I just kicked him off a cliff. Like, he, he came up to me, and I saw, like, there was an opening, so I was just, like, waiting, waiting, kind of shuffling back and forth, and then he's like, and I got back behind him, and I was like, <laughs> I just kicked him off the Well, that, wasn't that how you couldn't get the, the gear, though? Because it was, well, like, no, on the Well, no, that's the thing, is you can get the gear. The problem is, there's, like, uh, an item spot down there, and if you get that first, you don't get the gear. But if you kill him and then loot it, it has his gear on it. 
So but I didn't know that. I didn't even know the thing was there. So I just kicked him off, and then I run up the stairs, and there's another one, and I just start, shut the game off. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like fuck this. Like there's no way I can kick this guy off too. Like, yeah, these games are like. It's I, funny because they essentially, you know, a, a, a big critique of um like Japanese or Korean games is like you call it Korean it's just the grind you know and everyone's like oh man these I these, rank to spend a time on these the games. Asian games are so grindy it's like that's so good as American games are so much better it's like if you think about it like literally Dark Souls was just like a mass grind it's not a grind because you don't do the same stuff over and again oh, over again as you oh, do you do because you die it's, it's, and that's, oh, yeah. that, well that's the beauty of it it doesn't for a lot of people it doesn't feel like a grind because because, because, because you're dying it's not because you're with Koreans like you, you, you kill something and you're alive and you just do it again for Dark Souls, just, their way of making sure you, it doesn't feel guardians, they just kill you. So literally, they're like, yeah. you just reset, and you're okay with it because, oh, well, I died. My goal isn't complete, so I can keep going. But really, you're just grinding. It's great. Like, yeah. it's amazing how they did that. Someday, we'll get together and play that game, man, and I'll, and I'll just, like... We'll just go through like Dark Souls or something. Maybe we'll get Bloodborne someday and, and go through. This is gonna be like the first three hours. We're gonna get struggle. really frustrated. And I always want to play like Dark Souls or Dark Souls Two, but it, that's one of those games that I'm like, I need to have a free week to feel like I can play it and get anything out of it because I need to be able to play it consistently for a while. Because I will spend the first day just dying in the first area over and over and over again. Yeah, it took me a long time to beat that fucking Minotaur. Do you remember when Alex was playing the first Dark Souls and he tricked that? Or I think it was Demon Souls. On PS3, he tricked that dragon t- into flying past him, then robbed his treasure hoard. Do you remember this? No. Alex was basically playing the game, and this is this was so Alex's thing that he would do <laughs> with these kinds of games. But like, he was like level three, and there and in that game, you can equip things of any level, but you just can't get higher level stuff until you're in a higher level area. So there was a there was this tre- this dragon that would basically sit on top of a castle. That's and in this Dark hu- Souls 1. Yeah, and there's this huge bridge. Mm-hmm. And you, as you would run, the dragon would come down and attack you. So Alex like figured out a way to basically get the dragon to start flying and then cross the bridge fast enough so that he could get over there while it was still flying. And he went and just stole all the treasure and ran back. So he was like level 2 and he had a, tw- a level 24 shield. <laughs> and he never had to fight the dragon once. Like, yep. That's the cool thing about those games is that you can get those... You can trick the AI if you can figure out a way to like get past like the if you you if they're like really hard, but then you can get great rewards if you're managed out smart. Tell the best. Even there's the I think in Skyrim, I think it might have been Alex again too, or someone was playing it, and it was like that very first time a dragon appeared, and we we're all watching, and the dragon like starts to attack, and so he runs and basically passes like a giant on the beach. It was like near the witch's head, and he passes <laughs> a giant like a huge like ice giant and so the giant and the dragon basically fight each other and we're like he's like oh my god yeah and they just sat there and wa- like waited and then as they killed each other the the giant killed the dragon and then the giant just walked away and Alex just goes up gets the like soul like the, 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 the cinematic where you're like Arr! and he steals the glyph or the the soul dragon soul essence and then just walks away and we're just oh, like man. god damn it oh oh those are the days those are the days those, those games man all right. Anything else before we wrap up? Frozen two, yeah, yeah. Frozen yeah, yeah. two. I actually okay. I got a little bit of a confession. I actually really like Frozen. I like I Frozen was, one. I actually Some really enjoyed it. To, and I watched. So we a watched a billion dollars worth of people have. Gina to. and I watched Cinderella the other day, and the, like with every Disney movie, they had a short in the in the beginning, and the short was called Frozen Fever, and that was yeah. really good too. And it so. Was good, yeah. 
put it all out there. I love Frozen, guys, and I'm actually really excited for Frozen too. I like the first one, and I'm I'll see the second one. I mean, as I, long as it I'm telling you right now, if, if, if you want to buy stock, make sure that Star Wars Seven is awesome. Buy Frozen, buy Disney stock, like a like a month before the movie comes oh, out. Yeah. Buy Disney stock now. You got Avengers coming out in May. You've got the next. You've got does the Avengers? Does, do they own Marvel? Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know that Disney bought Marvel? No, I didn't. Disney owns both Marvel and the Star Wars franchise. Like, Well, that shit's already probably priced into there. It stuff. is already priced in there. But yeah. still, with the amount of money that they're probably... The boost that they're going to get from Avengers. And then um, when Frozen 2 comes out, buy that shit. Buy if that Disney stuff. is a good enough dividend, then I will. Get that blue chip, dude. I guess so. But They're the blue chippiest. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, is that anything else? Anything else? There's a, I guess I had a little thing on taxes there. I feel like I would enlighten the masses. We should do that next week because we got. I gotta be. We gotta go home in like 15 minutes. We gotta, we gotta jet. Well, I will. One thing I totally forgot was: Have you heard about AT and T's new service that they Which provide? One? The, the fuck one, you in the ass service. Well, that's their normal service. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this the is the one premium. where you pay twenty nine dollars a month so that they don't sell your information to advertisers. That's a service now for AT&T. Oh, my God. That's where we've come to. That is the the exact codification of the idea that privacy is a privilege and not a right. Forgive the they're racism, but that is the Jewiest thing I've ever heard a company well, ever do. Well, they're going to – they could make a lot of money doing it because – you know, there, there are a lot of people that paranoid about that, yeah. yeah. If I, I had AT&T – well, I do have AT&T. I'm going to have to do that now. Why? Like, because I don't – it's not theirs to give. It's not their fucking information. It's my information. So don't pay them and sue them instead. I can't though. Well, it's you, already. It's like, in the U or not the U, whatever their version of a U is. Well, it's in, U is it called for all yeah. intents and purposes? What can you do about that though? I mean, nothing. Literally, just don't go use to another service, provider. But yeah. guess what? They all no do one it. isn't doing that. So yeah. everyone. So I go to China and just get one of their service providers and do that shit. Uh, I'd be surprised if they don't. Well, I guess yeah. The providers on the government does what the providers don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so choose your poison. poison. But, uh, we'll start a SAC Incorporated uh, wireless provider, and then everyone can just come to us, and we'll be like, guaranteed not to sell your information to the internet. As long as we lawyer up, like, oh, have a million lawyers that cost a billion dollars to fight off all of the, like, corporate lobbyists, yeah. we can do it. Um, we'll figure out a way. Alright, well that is SAC Up for this week. I'm Steve. I'm Madison. And I'm Ken. SAC Up, nerds! <laughs>